Welcome to the Packrip Media Podcast. I am Adam Fish. We have a very special episode for you today. Packrip Ewing and I got to speak to Dapper Labs' Jacob Eisenberg about Top Shot's recent trade ticket announcement. We covered that and a whole lot more. Don't forget to like and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Hope you enjoy. I am happy to be joined by Dapper Labs' own Jacob Eisenberg, and we are going to be talking trade tickets, and I will be trying to dig as much confidential information out of him as possible. Uh, so let's dig in for anyone that is not yet familiar with the trade tickets announcement. Jacob's video yesterday was a great place to get started on what's to come, but, uh, but we're going to cover some of the basics first and then get into some more detail. Jacob, how are you? Doing well. Thanks for having me guys. So um, to start with, uh, so there was a big announcement yesterday that uh, the, the trade ticket function that had been mentioned in the blog a few months ago is now going live and it's going to be rolled out in three phases. So can you quickly walk through what's going to happen in each of those phases? The first, I guess, is, is now underway. Sure. Yeah. As you said, phase one has already commenced. Uh, phase one is the rollout of the feature, uh, a stress test on Tuesday of next week in which collectors will be able to trade in three moments for three trade tickets and redeem those three tickets for a locker pack, which will contain three moments. Long-term, uh, the locker pack dynamic will generally take four trade tickets to trade in for a three moment locker pack. So this is kind of a special deal that we're offering our collectors for experimenting with us and testing out the new feature. Uh, collectors will have until uh, Monday morning uh, Pacific time to trade in their moments. And then we have to kind of close off the locker room so that we can start repackaging those moments into the locker packs, uh, which will of course come out on Tuesday morning. Uh, so that's phase one. Phase two, uh, as we're speaking right now, our, our engineers, our devs behind the scenes are working on a bulk trade-in feature uh, for your trade tickets. So uh, you'll be able to trade in scores of your moments at once for scores of trade tickets. Again, it will be one-to-one, -one, uh, but the rationale here is come phase three, we'll be releasing our series one reserve packs, and these will cost anywhere from 300 to 500 trade tickets. And knowing our collectors and, and knowing how tedious the process would be to trade in 300 to 500 tickets one by one, uh, we feel like it's imperative to have uh, a bulk trading feature to kind of facilitate that more smoothly. Uh, unclear of how many tickets you'll be able to trade in at once, but I anticipate it will be uh, high double digits or low triple digits. So even if that means, okay, you need to do two or three transactions or four transactions, that's better than 300 to 500 transactions. For sure, yeah. Um, and then and then the, the additional layer as to why series uh, phase three is getting kind of delayed for uh, series one reserve packs is, uh, as we mentioned in the blog, uh, we have decided and are, are publicly announcing that series three uh, base set moments will both have a significantly lower collector score of two points each compared to series two, which was 12 points each. And we anticipate the addition sizes for these moments to be uh, definitely higher than what we've seen so far in series one and series two. Great. Okay, so so let's go through each of those phases uh, in a little more detail, kind of in order. So 
in terms of phase one, it's really just over the next few days, collectors can trade in their tickets it's, it, or they trade in their moments. Unlike in the future, it's not going to be deflationary. So you trade in three, you get three back in a locker room pack. So uh, I guess m- my first question, because it's been live now for uh, a bit under a day, is internally the, the number of moments that have been traded in so far has that met expectations, fallen short of expectations, exceeded expectations? Uh, I'd say it's met expectations. I, I think, uh, Adam, you could probably attest in our comms, we were very kind of uh, conscientious to make sure that people weren't getting ahead of themselves. We, we recommended, you know, a formal recommendation. Don't trade in all your moments right now for trade tickets because Series 3 right. is coming around the corner and that will be a better use of your moments for trade tickets. Um, right. But but we also know that collectors are excited and uh, it's been a little quiet around our parts. So it, it's predictable that collectors might uh, do things that aren't necessarily in their best financial kind of uh, realm if it means they get to interact with our product on a new feature. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm always disappointed to see collectors maybe make the wrong decision and, and certainly yesterday we saw series one moments get traded in we saw a metallic gold tyler hero get traded in, and, and that type of stuff always makes me uh a little sad just because that means either a they didn't read or, or watch the video or something or we didn't communicate it effectively to reach them in time to kind of stop that decision uh, there's also an argument to be made that maybe those collectors are just making a statement as to Tyler Hero, sophomore slump, I'm out on him. I don't know, right? There, there's a chance. Um, but I would say it meets expectations. We know that uh, our community and, and collector base is extremely eager to participate in stuff with us. And uh, that's why I'm not shocked that those types of things happened. But I'm also um, certainly hopeful that over time it becomes a little clearer to everyone what are the right moments to trade in and which are the ones you should hold on to. Hey, Jacob. So it's a very, um, sorry, Adam. Hey, Jacob, it's pack rip. Um, so I think a lot of people have been like watching the locker room account and, you know, I think at, at its peak yesterday evening, it, it seemed like there were about 4,000 moments being traded in per hour, which was a really high clip. Um, and it's really cool that that's transparent in public that you could just go see that collector and see their collector sports, see all the moments in there. I love that transparency. Two questions about that. So one, um, the locker room account has this very distinct and unique um, lock style uh, circular uh, profile picture. Um, Is that profile picture indicative of the ability to have custom profile pictures in the future or a a hint at what maybe the set art for locker room packs might look like if there is going to be new set art for that? Uh, there will be uh, pack art for locker packs for sure, um, and that it will be new. Uh, at least I've seen mock-ups, so I'd be surprised if we didn't use, if, if our designers were mocking up things that we didn't have any intention of using. Um, as for the former, uh, you've seen it with uh, certified ballers as well, right? Uh, they, they can get their custom profile pictures onto Top Shot. Um, so it is a feature that we do have the ability to do right now it's quite manual to kind of create that um so certainly not something that uh 
we'd be ready to kind of automate on a, a mass scale. And we're kind of figuring out the, the digital enhancements to your profile on top shot. I think there's a strategy there. I don't think it's the type of thing that we're, we're kind of rushing to flip a switch on until we feel really good about what that rollout strategy looks like. Cool. One more little thing, and then I'll let Adam take control back. Um, I can't help but notice that the locker room is a Knicks fan. Is that a subtle jab at the Knicks management style and the fact that they accrue players that nobody else wants for more money than they should pay for them? <laughs> uh, I think that's a, that's a funny connecting of the dots, but I think it was more Allen uh, making a tongue-in-cheek reference to how uh, our NBA Top Shot community profile is also a Knicks fan because I'm a Knicks fan and I created that account. So Perfect. nothing more to read into there though. Uh, you know, if you want to connect those dots, I don't hold it against you. We've endured enough to, to make those jokes for the rest of a lifetime. <laughs> awesome. Thanks. Um, so, so going back to what you mentioned a minute ago in terms of uh, users submitting some some series one moments, uh, we saw some WNBA moments, the, the Tyler Harrow MGLE, so presumably any of these could end up in a locker room pack. Um, I know in the past there's been discussion. Let, let, me, uh, let me interrupt really quick there. Oh, sure. Um, or actually maybe, maybe you're finishing your, actually, I'm sorry for interrupting. Finish your thought because I think you're going down a path where I can still circle back to it. Okay. Um, so in the past, when people have suggested things like, combining series one moments into a series two pack or combining, you know, rare moments into a common pack, those sorts of things. Um, there's been concern about, well, does that run afoul of loot box laws and, and are you restricted that way? So is there a, a reason why the locker room packs are somehow structured differently that you're able to put in series one and series two and series three moments or MGLE moments sort of all it's, it can be a grab bag where, up till now, it was the community's understanding that that's not possible. Yeah, I appreciate the question. Um, I think this is somewhere where maybe we could do more education. Uh, all those rules still apply. So the locker packs that you will get on Tuesday in your stress test will contain only series two base set moments. And going forward, if there is uh, enough rare moments in the locker room uh, in order to get, uh, let's say a series two rare pack, you're going to need to trade in more tickets than the standard four for three that we're looking at uh, long-term. So all of those all those rules still apply. We are looking into them. It's not just uh, legality questions. There are, uh, we would have to uh, build some technical features into our pack creation process to accommodate it. I, I don't think that it's uh, an impossibility and, and certainly something that we will look into because uh, since before I even joined the team in, in closed beta when I was collecting, I, I definitely uh, always felt like it would be really cool to kind of have a similar model to what we've seen with trading cards where you can open up, you know, your, your common base set pack, if you will, and still pull a, a relic card or an autograph card, something like that. So uh, way above my uh, above my head on kind of how to execute that but definitely stuff that our, our legal team is still looking into and uh you know down the road i'm uh i don't want to say what my optimism levels are but um it certainly would be a cool thing to add for sure 
So just limiting it for now, because people are trading in, we'll, we'll put aside the rares and, and those kinds of things. But for now, people are trading in S2 commons. And, you know, you sort of, sort of telegraphed, well, in the future, you'll, you'll probably be better off trading in S3 commons. So the locker room is going to have a bunch of S2 common and a bunch of S3 commons. So is the idea that the early, uh, the early locker room packs will contain S2s and then once we're through once you've made it through all of those, then they'll be all S3s, or is there going to be a point where they get mixed together? Uh, more likely the former, though I don't think it will be okay. so cut and dry of like, okay, we've gotten rid of, we, we've emptied out all of the Series 2s, so now we're on to Series 3. I'm sure that it's a possibility that we'll do a Series 3 base set locker pack, and then a month later, we can still do a Series 2 base set locker pack. Okay, but the point is that they are going to have to operate independently. Correct. At okay. least for now. At least for now. Okay. Um, so that's that's really uh, that's really clarifying. So thanks for that. So so then we get to phase two. We get to the bulk trade ins. Um, so I guess my my question around the bulk trade ins is. Is there is that going to coincide with a way to easily see the value of the moments in our collection? Because for now, you know, you look at your uh, your own collection and you have to click on each one, then go to the ones that are for sale, and then you see what the low ask is. Is there going to be an easier way as you're trading in a hundred of them to see, you know, okay, take my the, my hundred with the lowest ask and trade in all of those kind of thing? Yeah. So long term, we are looking at ways to kind of improve the UI of your My Collection page so you can get more relevant stat details. Uh, in the meantime, uh, we will lean on third parties. Uh, there are quite a few great ones out there that can kind of do that heavy lifting for us uh, to help you kind of better identify which are the moments that have lowest ask. Uh, but I would not anticipate that that kind of UI gets rolled out with the bulk trade. And I, I kind of look at those as two different initiatives. Okay. So, uh, Adam, a, a quick follow-up to that. I like to think about this stuff probably too much and, and read into it too much. And I can't help but speculate as to like what these functionalities could be building towards in the future. So the ability to bulk trade in moments for tickets, could that potentially lean into the ability to bulk buy moments from the marketplace? And in the same token, is the ability to trade a moment for a ticket leading towards the ability to potentially trade a moment for a moment? Uh, I wouldn't look into either of those too far. Uh, those have not been part of the conversation uh, the last week or two, though uh, similar to other things I've answered here, like these are all on our radar as a long, long-term plan, um, but no kind of timeline on it. And uh, generally I've learned over the last year that when I say something is more than just like on the radar as a long, long-term plan, people tend to uh, build up expectations that those are coming sooner. So I wouldn't read into either of those too far, um, but it's a, it's a fair question. I appreciate it. So if we move on then to, to phase three, um, we'll be able to trade in uh, three to 500 trade tickets for series one packs and that there's you you guys have, have released some details about the series one packs uh there will be i think is it three or four moments in each pack 
in the series one reserve packs in the series one reserve packs yeah four, four moments in those packs with one of those moments being guaranteed to be uh addition size of a thousand so and the, the pack drops will be 500 at a time is that right 500 for the first uh we'll see kind of what that looks like and and definitely not commit to it being 500 in perpetuity or more or less we'll we'll be reactive and 500 for the first one's the only thing that we're definitively uh, signed on for right now. Um, what is the total number of Series 1 packs that you expect to release? Uh, so we've got about 10,000 or so in, in our kind of proverbial warehouse, um, give or take. Um, yeah. And uh, we have not fully committed to 100% of them being released through trade tickets, the overwhelming majority will be. So, right. you know, and, and from 7,000 up, I would say. Okay. And, and will the drops be like any, essentially like a legendary drop of however many thousand people getting in the queue for a chance at one of the 500 or however many are released at a time? That's how I, that's my understanding of it, yeah. Um, so you go in, uh, you can only get access to the actual queue if you have the requisite number of tickets that the queue requires. If you don't get a pack, of course, your, your tickets are not taken from you for the, the missed dice. Uh, you will get those tickets sent right back, or I don't think you actually lose them from your account, um, but the next day or the next hour, you'll still have those tickets in your account, uh, even if you don't get the, the pack. So you'll be able to roll over for the next time. Right. So, I mean, presumably there will be, I would think there's a good chance that there will be a decent number of people who, who accumulate the requisite trade tickets and, and come up short on the S1 packs, right? If there's only 10,000. Um, so for those people, the use of them going forward is just basically going to be for, to trade those in for regular locker room packs, right? Uh, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, dismiss Long-term, I think we'll constantly be thinking of ways to make trade ticket utility uh, more exciting. So uh, be it redeeming for physical goods potentially or discount, whatever that might look like is on the table. Uh, but also I wouldn't put it past us to think of content. So specific sets that are trade ticket related and, and scarce. So, uh, you know, I, I think the series one reserve packs is a good kind of first one, but uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past us long term that maybe series three or season uh, series four or whatever uh, next summer's set uh, series looks like uh, that we maybe create a set specifically designed for collectors with a lot of trade tickets to get them excited beyond just uh, the locker packs that are four for three. So what right. you're saying okay. is that I'll so, be able to trade in my trade tickets for next tickets. Uh, I don't know. Why, why wouldn't you want to go to the Knicks games? <laughs> Fair. Uh, no, no, no comment there. Um, but I think like we have, we have eyes wide open over kind of what all of this could mean for engagement. And, uh, you know, I think I forget who it was. Uh, let me, it might take me a second here, but there was a, a tweet that I saw that I thought was interesting around, uh, uh, I could put it in the chat, I know this is a podcast, but uh, TSF Space Cowboy 
uh, put out something yesterday kind of outlining kind of all the things that he thinks could uh, be trade ticket related long term. And I'm not confirming nor denying any of that, but I think that's the right way to look at it, that uh, this is not specific to just series one reserve packs. This is a long term feature for Top Shot well after those 10,000 packs are distributed. Right. So safe to say it's not a, a one and done opportunity of, you know, you, you missed out on the S1 pack. So you've sort of you're you're out of luck and that's it. The, the trade tickets will still be worth holding on to and not just trading in for a locker room pack that you don't really want um, just because you missed out on a series one pack. That's exactly right. Yeah. OK. Um, I think that's I think that's really helpful for people to know. Um, so I, I know we have, we have just a couple more minutes left. So I, I want to shift gears a little bit, and make sure I um, I ask you some broader questions. So I know that it, there was a time that it seemed like uh, the team had telegraphed that uh, that run it back and rake back were potentially coming before trade tickets, or at least before what we now understand to be phase three of the trade tickets. Um, can you talk it at all about what the, the timeline is for either of those functions? Uh, I still anticipate run it back to come before phase three of trade tickets. Uh, rake back, uh, you know, that's a more a community word. I, I, like listening back to Roham introducing that as a concept, certainly didn't use the word rake back. Uh, something that is still very top of mind. Uh, I think you all can imagine how many times a day I get uh, messaged or added on Twitter with when rake back. So definitely <laughs> something that consistently gets surfaced for the team. Definitely something still on our radar, something we plan to make good on, um, though it's not necessarily going to, uh, you know, I, I think everyone has their own prescription for what exactly rake back will look like to them. And uh, I think it's pretty safe to say that it it will look how it looks for us, and we will we will dictate the terms of what rake back looks like. And I think uh, what I've heard latest is you know stuff that I think the community will be excited about, but probably different from how they've perceived it. And is is that expected before similarly sort of before phase three, or is that a longer term rollout? Unclear today, I'd be lying if I said yes or no, um, but definitely uh, definitely far enough along on our radar that it's not out of the question that it could come before or after. So Adam, okay. you Fair asked enough. about two of the three magic R's. We covered rake back, we covered run it back. Jacob, when roadmap? Uh, so the roadmap uh, will definitely be released prior to series three. Uh, like that's top priority for us, for everyone to know what they're getting themselves into for series three. Um, and as, as someone that definitely uh, prides myself on trying to get the uh, communication and transparency out to the community, it's been uh, an off season that's been somewhat frustrating in that sense, because now that there are so few weeks left in the off season, uh, it's really it's imperative for us if we were to release a roadmap to be 100% pristine and there are still kind of I's to dot, T's to cross before we know exactly which kind of sequencing we're gonna have for our next content. So that's been the, the number one reason you haven't gotten one. Uh, it would be a bad look in my eyes if we released kind of uh, a roadmap that didn't actually 
fit true to form. Um, so uh, believe me, like you will, you will get the updates from us as soon as we have those I's dotted and T's crossed and we're ready to send it out. Um, but uh, summer 2021 is definitely not done. I, I expect the community will be very excited about some of the stuff that's still to come. And then come series three, I wouldn't even be surprised if the week of the NBA season starting, you just get exactly what you're looking for here, Pack Rip. Okay. So last question, and then I'll, I'll let you go. And maybe it's it's captured in the roadmap, but with less than five weeks to go till the beginning of the NBA season, is there any detail you can give on what sort of in arena utility um, will be coming as the season starts? Uh, Adam, you know me well enough at this point that uh, we're gonna we're gonna hold off on making any of those announcements until uh, those announcements are buttoned up and ready to share. Fair enough. I had to ask Jacob Eisenberg. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, I hope we will be able to speak to you again as the season starts. And congratulations awesome. I, on the WNBA and the trade tickets and locker room and everything that you rolled out over the past few weeks, which sometimes could feel like years, but uh, truly a lot accomplished in a short period of time. So congratulations on my end, at least. I can't speak for everyone. Absolutely. Thank you to Jacob Eisenberg for speaking to us. We hope you enjoyed the conversation and I'm sure we'll have him back real soon. For everyone at Packrip Media, thank you so much for listening. Remember to visit medium.com slash Media for all of our content about NFTs and Top Shot and all the things that are good. See you real soon.